Hey y'all, <laughs> what's going on? Welcome to Soulful She. I am Daphne Emily and Edie's Iris, and we are Soulful She, two bodacious beauties from Brockton, unraveling our truth on identity, mental health. Um, I had it in my head and I lost it. Identity, mental fashion. Fashion, fashion was gonna be live. Oh, okay, and. Um, empowerment through conversations from the soul. <laughs> mm. um, it is wonderful to see you guys. Uh, I just want to say that we've missed you, and you probably don't realize it, but um, we ended up not being able to record our last session because of technical difficulties. But our amazing videographer was on top of it. Jonathan John John Melovier was doing Whole his business. thing. <clears throat> Facts. Whole legal name. I don't. I don't. Do I know his last name? Yes, I do. I won't say it. <clears throat> but um, we had technical difficulties, so we weren't able to record the during the time that we did. So, like, we missed you guys, but you don't know that we missed you. She said it, <laughs> she said it all. I would have just kept rolling with it, like, well, here we are today. But, you know, you know, shit wasn't working. But and now we're here. Yes, yes. Um, and as we usually always start, not usually, as we always start, we start with, let's keep it real, real quick. So, Daphne, mm -hmm. talk to us. Talk to our soulful friends. Keeping it real, real quick, how do you feel? I'm all right. Um, I'd be just busy working, moving unpacking organizing mm. um one thing i i was really annoyed last night but i was hangry and Ooh. i realized <laughs> i was really annoyed because like if you're moving and everything's packed up mm -hmm. this i'm gonna ask you a question okay Iris? <laughs> everything's packed up now you've settled into this new place and you have to unpack okay when you unpack what do you do you remove things from the box and then and you put them in their place. All right, that's what you do. <laughs> you remove I'm glad them. I answered this correctly. Yes, because I was really about when you said remove them from the box. I was like, this better end <laughs> where I need it to yeah. be, <laughs> because then you would be part of the problem. No, but my thing, I got really annoyed because it was like the mindset of we need to remove things from boxes, but then just placing them, and I'm just like. Well, it was better organized in the box and just shitting, sitting, shitting, sitting on the <laughs> counter now in space where I can see it and not organize. So I had to make a comment about that yesterday, even though I was hangry and be like, you know, I was being very passive aggressive. But I was like, you know, I'm the type of person that if I'm removing something from a box, I put it in the place that it belongs um, and not just on the counter. Because <clears throat> that defeats the purpose of unpacking. So you just want to take everything out of boxes and then continue having a mess. I'd rather just have a bunch of boxes everywhere. So that happened. Um, and I, yeah, I thought about it and I felt like I had to ask, like, what would you do? Because I just felt like the most logical and appropriate thing to do is to put it where it belongs. I'm thinking about unpacking for groceries. And when I unpack for groceries, I do take things out of the bag to see it in the counter and then put it away but i completely understand what you're saying like i'm not disagreeing with you <laughs> in no way shape or form but yeah i i i hear it yeah so that happened but it was only a few items not a lot 
So it was really my hangriness coming into play. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but like, I'd rather have a bunch of boxes for a while if it's taking me time to organize them correctly than put them all on the table and then have a mess. Because then I get stressed, so. And one thing to be mindful of for you specifically is if our soul friends do not know and if you're okay with me sharing, um, Daphne is moving into a space that she has been before. Mm -hmm. So like, would it be would it be like stepping back do you know where things would go versus does he know um doesn't matter just ask Woo, <laughs> 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 <Ooh>, okay <laughs> i know he knows it don't belong on the counter that is That's very for true. sure you make um, a valid point <laughs> but yes my mind and i'm also very much a Vir virgo so like organization is something that is very like you you did that it's very much like things go where they go and they always go where they go yeah, yeah. um we can have a mess but it's because i know that mess belongs in a certain space and it will make it there yeah but that's like if we're not they're not in boxes and the mess is this there yeah but if they're in boxes and we're removing them we just know they go into specific spaces now i've already been given the speech about how um <laughs> He doesn't put away the groceries sometimes because he knows I have a particular way. Oh. And I appreciate that more, even though sometimes I just don't want to put the groceries away by myself. But I know that if it's wrong, it's just worse in the end. So just let me do it all by myself from the top and then we can avoid everyone feeling away. Not from the top. But I guess <laughs> I guess the question is then wouldn't him wouldn't if he said that if he was if he is mindful when he would put away the groceries wouldn't that make it even more of a sense of like don't take things out of the box? Not not that you needed more like you know. <laughs> I know I just was hangry and when I was ready to be on attack I just put up you did it I gave a warning beforehand and explained where this is coming from. So he understood and didn't allow for me to proceed yeah. and build off for that. It became a lot of, okay, we can worry about it in a little bit. Yeah. Hey, are you hungry? Yes. <laughs> um, but in general, I just know my mind has things specific in specific spaces and I get that not everyone thinks like me. Yeah. Um, I get no one thinks like me, but that happened, but I'm good today. Um, it is that time of the month, so last night was another thing that happened that really had me ready to cut everyone's heads off. Oh, I think like goodness. you guys texted about today, yeah, and that's why I answered nope <laughs> on two because I was that's the best I could give at that time. It was really like let me just dead this right now because I know how I feel and just that option is not even on the table. Okay, um, in the best ways. No, no, no. I meant it from the kindness of my heart. Listen, don't even worry. Don't even worry. But yeah, that's how I'm feeling right now. <laughs> There's a lot going on. <laughs> I, my mind is just buzzing because of moving and having to organize. So when I'm in that state of like, I know I have so much to do, mm -hmm. the lists are running through my head that if one little thing pops in that is not of plan, I'm ready to freak out on everybody because that was not part of the plan. But that's it. And that's just the Virgo in me, really yeah. going hard right now. It's really going hard. I will say that this Virgo, I don't see often. No, you don't. Yeah. There, there are Virgos that are a lot worse than me. 
but I have I control I have self-control in most of my tendencies like I had a car that would have um, you can select the temperature for each side of the front so the passenger would have its own temperature and the, the I mean the driver would have their own and the passenger mm-hmm. but I always like them to be the same and I had someone change it once and I I reacted but it wasn't their fault and they could <laughs> And they couldn't understand why, and I just... But you went off on them. And I, I didn't. I just was like, I just was like, don't do that. <laughs> and they were just like, but I'm hot. And I'm like, then tell me and we can put it down. <laughs> like, I'll, I'd rather put both of them down so they're the same number than put one at 70 and the other one at whatever. Like, no. <laughs> Soul friends, what have we learned? When you get in a car with Tammy. <laughs> like, you can change the temperature. Just, it gotta be the same all around. <laughs> like, I'll be freaking cold if you feel hot. I'm that type of person. Like, if you feel hot, I'll be cold in the car. Yeah. You can put down the temperature. But it gotta be the same. I gotta be... I can't be looking at all these different digits. No. <laughs> Good to know. Good to know. Yeah. So, it doesn't come out often, but it does. Sometimes, it, sometimes I look back and think, wow, you didn't have to do all that. But, you know. My brain but this does is what it does. Are. Yes. Yeah. Um, I will say... I said that because there was a lot of times when we go on Instagram and I find Virgo related things and I send it your way and I'm just like, this doesn't sound like Daphne. But then like now I'm hearing and I was like, this is Daphne. She just doesn't, it just doesn't pop out like that. Yeah, I try to be respectful (laughs) as much as possible. Well, I like, you know, I, you know, you know me. You can, I am candid and honest and all that. So that's where the disrespect and all that comes about. So it's like I already shell out that in the world. I already do all that work that like we don't need to add it elsewhere. Because then I just would be a horrible person that people can't deal with. And I just... You don't need that. I got to walk this earth and be around <laughs> people. So You got to interact with folks. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, on another note, <laughs> I'll keep it real, real quick for myself. <laughs> always learn something new no seriously um keeping it real real quick for myself um i got a lot of emotions a lot of things that are going on in my head there's a lot of good stuff that are happening because of my job because of um the opportunities but then there's also like i just feel like there's a lot of different moving pieces and a lot of different things that are happening in my life that i'm just like wow life is moving fast Mm -hmm. life is moving fast there's a lot to think about there's a lot to process there's a lot to reflect and i'm like really contemplating life and like the decisions that i am making for my future and it's just like am i making the right decisions (laughs) i don't know but um i am i am like putting my best foot forward and trying but I think that right now there's just a lot of emotions going on there's a lot of emotions there's a lot of activity it's cancer season I think I just attested to that yeah yeah we're gonna blame all the cancers <laughs> we're gonna blame all the cancers I'm a cancer moon so I'll take some of the heat yeah yeah, yeah. and how you express yourself you're, you're very much expressing it <laughs> you're a cancer moon I'm, I'm just very confused <laughs> confusing all around in terms of my signs so yeah they they combat each other often but continue i don't want to interrupt you no 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 worries um but i think that right now keeping it real real quick i got a lot on my mind i got a lot on my mind but then at the same time i don't got much on my mind 
it's it's confusing it's confusing i hope you guys are with me <laughs> if i didn't lose you at the beginning <laughs> um, but yeah like my signs are definitely a mess i mean not a mess because i'm a great person so you're a virgo sign moon on cancer and what's your rising leo leo oh, oh this snap don't happen that's for no reason why i get it now. yeah so just an FYI, so sun um, is is who you are and your personality. Moon is the emotions that um, are that how you express your emotions and your rising is how people perceive you. Um, and so the fact that you are a Leo moon, I could moon I mean rising. Leo rising. I was like, oh. it makes sense why people just look at me and look away. Right Virgo, away. Yeah. I mean Daphne knows how to like. Mm, I'm here. I'm here, but in in a very insidious way, but like also, so it's like I okay. It's like okay. I had an interview once, and it's like I'm nice to everyone. I like to make people laugh, but people just know not to mess with me. Like <laughs> I'm the person that people like just don't mess with her, and I'm like I don't know what I do to make people feel that way because I don't really try to make people feel any way. But like, but Leos are out there. Leos are out there. I'm more of a fire sign than I am of everything. I have a lot of Leo in my birth chart. So. Oh, okay. And apparently it's making a lot of sense to people in the room. I'm getting a lot of head shakes and facial expressions. In the background. <laughs> <laughs> but but um, I don't know what happened there. I don't know. Struggling. I don't know. Um, I recently also had a conversation with somebody um, who I know from afar and I only recently began to build a relationship with her and can I just say she's a badass woman like she just moves confidently moves unapologetically and I'm just like yes girl yes queen continue to be who you are um, and then I recently shared with her that I'm a Sag stallion <clears throat> which a stallion is that means that there's three clusters of like Sag so basically I'm a Sag um, Sun, Sag Moon, and Sag Rising. Oh, you are all of the above. Basically, so like how I present myself, the emotions that I have, and the way that I perceive myself are all Sag. Mm -hmm. um, and that isn't that isn't um, often the it's case for funny. for many people. So like, she's a Sag. <laughs> I see it all the time in different spaces, and I just. I think so many people don't see it because of the bubbly personality and friendliness and all this excitement, but like to the core of it, when I'm watching you sometimes, I'm like, oh, she's being such a sad. Like, really? The rebellious nature you have. <laughs> huh? You be hella rebellious and you mix that with being hella adventurous. Yeah. So, and I think the rebellion comes from the adventurous side yeah, of you. Yeah. And it's not like it's a bad thing. It's just that I see it. Sometimes you're just ready to jump head first and do something. And then I have to be the one that's like, Iris, but like we could have did this. And you're like, you know what? I should have texted you first. <laughs> and I'm like, well, but I'm also very much like what's done is done. And I support you. <laughs> Just next time, maybe <laughs> chat with me first. <laughs> we do something else. <laughs> That's why I keep her around. <laughs> it's so funny because I should be the one that you would think to be like, I'm going to do something and then you have to check me. But no, very often, I don't check you, but very often we have to be like, let's bring it back a little bit. Let's look at the whole view. 
let's pull what we're seeing and yeah. let's make sense of this. Yeah. And yeah. you just be like, no, I said this. And I'd be like, I mean, yeah, you said that. Um, this is what I would have said. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> but it's it's not a bad thing at all. And I say that and it might no, sound no, like yeah. it because how the world works, they assume like people that act that way, it's a negative. No, mm-hmm. it's a positive thing because we're in spaces that you would think I'm the one that holds the room and I'm the one that's going to speak up you're more likely to speak up about something, Mm. Um, especially business-wise. You're very much like, this has to be, like, this is what we're talking about, and then we get off course, and you're like, all right, let's bring right back to what we're really talking about, where I'd be the one that's like, I'll let us stagger a little bit and then try to reel it back in, but you're very much like, this is what we're here for, I brought an agenda. I really do be bringing agendas. And if you don't have an agenda, (laughs) she's like, so you wasted my time. So I'm going to leave. You can be better prepared (laughs) next time. Let me know when you're more prepared and I'll come back in. And I'll be there like, well, I'm going with her. She's my ride. (laughs) I'm in the passenger seat with the same (laughs) temperature. Yeah. So so keeping it real real quick, we're a ball of different types of energies and cancer moon um is is doing its thing to us um and like we had a friend message us in the on twitter and was like daphne you know what to do because it's a cancer moon and i'm a cancer moon i liked it but i didn't really know what to do (laughs) and i was like that must be very cancer moon of me to be like because i read it and i was like i don't don't know where to go (laughs) or how to see or how to breathe like where do i do that I just sounds sit? very Cancer Moonish, <laughs> right? So I'm doing what I'm supposed to do, I guess. Oh. Which, which reminds me. So, mm-hmm. um, also on Twitter, I know we're like bouncing off of places, but hey, we're here. We're here. here. We'll eventually get to it. <laughs> trying to see. Um, uh, on Twitter, I saw this pretty awesome TikTok video, and it was basically people trying to decide which sign would get the most drunk. And so the different um, signs would like record themselves and be like, oh, we're the air signs, we're blah, 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 blah. And then they're like, we're the fire signs and we think that the earth signs are going to be the drunkest or we think that the water signs are going to be the drunkest. And then when the cancer, I mean, when the water signs came in and like the cancer was like, and I'm a cancer, and <laughs> just like that. But it's happening y'all i will share with you soul friends um but i will definitely be creating a zodiac themed party in my backyard and we're gonna have everybody come prepared as however they feel their sign should be presented it, it presented exhibited curated um Conveyed. exactly expressed exactly and so i'm hoping to 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 whip that up this summer I'm gonna tell you, it's never, it's not the earth signs that get drunk. It's the fire sign! Because the earth signs like to watch people, <laughs> and we know that alcohol will fuck that up for us. And we'll drink the tea. <laughs> and at the next day, I'd be like, do you remember what happened yesterday? And if you don't remember, I can tell you from the beginning to the end who said what, who did what, who was wearing what, and why. So basically, and why. Basically, I go to her. Oh, we do this a lot. Like, we'll go somewhere, and the next day, I'd be like, girl, but did you? And you'd be like, no, I didn't notice anything. I was like, yeah, you didn't. But I did. That's what I'm here for. And I'd be like, this person and this person, this person did this look. And then randomly... I feel like I do this, but like I have nothing to back me up. But randomly, someone will have a conversation with you about something and it will connect to what I said. And you just be like, 
oh shit you said that and i'm like have you seen <laughs> so yes zodiac party earth signs are not going to be the ones to get drunk first and if we do we don't get know drunk, yet we don't know that but if we if i'm in the room i'll be watching you too don't even play i won't be drunk but I know if an earth, a Virgo gets drunk, it's because we trust the people around us and we're just like, fuck it. I'm getting fucked up because I have a way to get home safely. That's what's going to happen. And yeah. and um, your Vir- our Virgo friends know how to get down. So yeah. we'll keep you guys posted. And I, I, w- I would love to know who's the Sagittarius in the room so we can know who's going to be getting everyone else drunk. <laughs> but from the signs in this party I I just I can't wait I'm excited for that me too me too I found some like um, hell shit. bulb uh, balloons so uh, like cancer Pisces balloons that are gonna be inflated and I can already see me putting them all over the room and then doing like little you know nooks of, of signs I'm excited it's gonna be fun I am too it's going to be fun. But now for the main actual course, because we've been talking a lot. You would think this is the main course, and it could be. We could go on this for a long time. Seriously, seriously. Um, so one thing that, I don't know why it came up, but it came up into my head, and it didn't go away. Um, but I also have been going through things and having conversations with people, um, and the word villain continues to pop up. Um, and the word villain and um, accepting the the title of villain in certain stories because again excuse me we live in a world where there's a bazillion gazillion people on this earth and every single person is living in their own story but then in someone else's story within someone else's story because like the world does not revolve around you but it revolves around the million of different people and each one of them have their own story and so coming to terms with you're gonna be a villain to someone's story and like have you come to terms to with that do are you okay with being a villain in someone's story what is your definition of villain how does that play into like you know what's going on in life and and what do you say when it when you do have to be a villain in someone's story and like last but not least not not last but not least but like another nugget to think about while we stretch out this 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 topic is um how do you feel like you have been a villain in someone's story um or scenario so just villains i mean you you mentioned the topic earlier and i smiled and it was just like (laughs) mischievous um so i feel like i played the part very well when when it came up um the term villain doesn't really feel like much to me just because i feel like i've even in movies no one makes me like there's only really amazing actors that would be like damn i hate you yeah. But it's very, like if but if you think like a Disney movie where there's villains, I've never felt a way about the villain. Yeah. I've always been like, all right, cool. Um, <laughs> and I like an example is we had at this job I used to work at, we used to always do a Halloween party, and mm-hmm. we decided one year we would make my office always was the one that liked to have like the most fun with holidays. Mm-hmm. So like we went and made everyone pick out of a bucket superhero or villain. Ah. And I was praying that I got villain, and I did. 
Hey, look at her. And I honestly probably would have lied if I got superhero because I wanted villain. I've always liked more of the edge or the dark side of it, but never assumed that it was such a bad thing. Mm -hmm. um, I just, the edginess of it, you know, made me feel cool when I was Cruella Deville. Ooh, yeah. hello. And you've, have you seen the most recent movie? I haven't yet, but I heard it's amazing. Oh my gosh, you would love it. I need to watch it. Um, <laughs> but $30, right? It's $30. Yeah, yeah. See, hmm. we can we can we can find somebody. <laughs> we'll we'll find a way, you know. Yeah. Or you can wait until August twenty seventh, or twenty something, when they open it up to all. All right. See, when we do that, let me know. I'll watch it. With I'll you. be there. Yeah, but I love it. So <laughs> in terms of like superheroes, villains, stuff like that, villains are always what attract me. Um, not because I want to be a villain, just because I've never felt a way about them in that sense. Yeah. But in terms of villains in this world, I feel like there's such a dark world out there that the true villains we have no clue about mm. or are presented in our faces as something other than actually being a true villain. Mm. I think a lot of people are scapegoated into the position of looking like the villain, mm. but not actually being the villains. I think we don't know what the villains really look what like. What does that mean? The people are scapegoating. Say that again. Scapegoating. <laughs> that probably might not even be grammatically correct, but yes, I think there are people that are placed as the image of it. Okay. There's always an image, but there's really a different mastermind behind it. Okay. So I think that the real villains we don't have any clue about or they're in our faces but they're not presented as that okay um and then the people out here that call those people out the rest of the world is like you're crazy um so i that feel like, like gaslighting <laughs> right but i think in uh, which is you're right that it definitely is gaslighting i think it's one of the things that a lot of people that we may be around oh girl if we go into that topic of gaslighting and people that play a certain role but actually villains in the background go ahead <laughs> <laughs> it can get really ugly in here so because i know a couple but i know one specific person that i could really put into that mindset of being not the person they portray themselves to be but they're not important we don't talk about villains up in here we well, just talk about we, the topic of villains okay okay oh no we don't give people no, 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 definitely not, definitely not. Yeah. But we are still talking of villains. Yeah, mm -hmm. but definitely I think truly when it comes down to villains are people, the truest villains are people that we don't see perceived as the villains. And I think it's the master manipulators, the gaslighters, the people that play the role as anything but. Because one thing I like the most, and I think that's what I, I'm not bothered by villains in movies and things like that, is I like people that are candid because i'm candid like people that are open and are honest mm -hmm. so you if you are up, up front with your mess mm -hmm. and your evil i respect that because like you're saying who you are in my face i think like the um like future <laughs> I, I thought of that as i mentioned it but i feel like i thought of that as i mentioned it but you know that's funny um should I, should I, someone, someone's a fan of Future, but not because of his music, but because of his personality. But it's like, my question to that was like, is it the personality are you a fan of? Do you agree with him or do you just like the way he goes about his life? That's where the difference is. Do you agree with the things yeah. he says versus how he acts? So if you agree with what he says, then maybe... But if you just respect the fact that he's open and candid and is himself and is like, I think that whatever about women. All right, future, say what you gotta say. Yeah. 
Um, doesn't mean I love him, but like, can I be mad at him? Yeah, because you be talking shit about women and black women and shit like that. So future. But anyways, <clears throat> back to the real conversation. Yeah, but in, anyways, I don't agree with him, but I can see like the, the candidness of being who you are and just presenting that. I feel like a big time frame that really showed people who they really were. Yeah. Were in after George Floyd was murdered. Ooh. All these people, like I know a lot of people that have all these friends that all of a sudden had all these reasons or when Breonna Taylor was murdered. Mm-hmm. How come he had a, a gun in the house? How come he shot back? How come he was fighting, resisting arrest? How And it was like, oh, so you real racist. <laughs> this whole time, I didn't even know. Now we see. So like... Did your true colors. Yeah, and I feel like that's when a lot of it came about. Like, um, oh, I mean, 8,000 people in our city voted for Donald Trump. And it was like, yo, Brocktonians out here. Like... The, one of the biggest funders of Trump. Oh, yeah. Um the highest um funding co- um county in massachusetts was plymouth so and we're then in that county and it was just like so i'll be seeing y'all neighbor and you'll be over here kikiing with us and blah 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 and you out here voting for trump those are the people that i call villains because yeah. you faking the hell out of it in front of my face <laughs> same with that house that has the that had the trump flag but yeah and the then they took flag. it down mm-hmm. when there was a protest yep. the day of the protest yep. that flag was nowhere to be found yeah the next week when things calmed down that flag was right up there pr- loud and proud again i was like oh so you can't handle the heat on elm street <clears throat> when it's on your street yeah <laughs> You can't handle the heat when it's on your street. And if you drive by, that flag's not there, but you'll know exactly what house it is. Mm-hmm. Um, just don't do nothing, because then we, you know, we're not We haven't said it. anything to no. anyone. But it was one, it's that thing. Like, I feel like people like that are villains. You are sneaky, you're deceiving, you're doing it. Like, they're loud and proud, but as soon as there's a protest, like, I gotta take down my flag, because, like... Two-faced. Yeah, and it's just like, nah, you've been so proud and loud and hanging your flag. Put it up there so we can walk by, chant by, and, you know, if anything happens, if there's repercussions, stand by your flag, man. Stand by (laughs) your flag. You want it up there? Stand by it. So, for me, I think just that, like, the sneakiness about it, um, just people faking one thing and showing something else and i think that came about a lot within the last year yeah um so that's like examples of what i can think of what a villain is to me okay fake ass people (laughs) that's it okay fake ass people are the villains to me gaslighters the people that it's not even fake like you're my friend and you go and talk shit behind my back it's the fake in the sense of you portray yourself as one person and then you're back, really something else. you're doing completely different than what you're portraying mm-hmm. um and especially and i i mean the biggest example are the racists but anywho i'll just leave it there for me that's who i think of when i think of villain yeah. those are fake ass people yeah they're the villains okay um uh one thing that I was thinking about while I was thinking about villains is um, being okay with being labeled as the villain. Well, I was going to get there, but I wanted to leave it at the what I think a villain is. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll move us there. <laughs> what do you think a villain is? You, th- you, you really, we try it, but you got to answer the well, question no, too. I'm just trying to move. No, um, you. it's your turn to talk. Uh, who are villains? I think that villains are um, malicious. Villains are... Um, also two-faced 
because they're not fully showing who they are. Um, villains are spiteful. Like I, I just think of emotions. I think of emotions of like just the way the the decisions that you are making. You know they're not the right decision, but you continue to make them, and you want to. Like it, it brings you joy to make those malicious um, uh, acts. And so that's what I believe when it comes to villains. Um, and and it's hard because like I'm thinking about that what I told you, but then I'm also thinking about like I was also a fan of villains. Um, like Joker was the number one uh, character that like I was obsessed with, um, specifically after Dark Knight. <clears throat> but then I'm also mindful of like in scary stories and scary horror stories and and even in all films like me being the person that un loves to understand why I always um, step back and realize that a villain when you fully look at their story they they decided to make those decisions because of something that happened mm -hmm. so it's like I'm not I'm not um, I'm not accepting their their the decision that they made, nor am I defending. defending it. But I'm but I am being mindful of okay, this is why he got there, or this is why she got there, this is why they got there because of all of whatever that happened that created the villain that they are now. So like I'm also very mindful of like I I I enjoyed seeing the villains and I enjoyed watching the villains in film because yeah. their story developed in such like they their story character development really developed and it showed you why they are the way that they are <clears throat> I think psychology does play a lot into that um, and it just made me think of uh, occasionally I listen to um, serial killer podcasts yes um, because it's the story behind that what they've done mm -hmm. that I just like. What the fuck have they gone through that someone gets to that point? And it's yeah. like, of course they're the biggest evil and all these things, and of course not defending anything. But like when you listen to the story of when they were younger, things add up that you see how they got to the, where they got. Like there's specific ones that like he only murdered men because he was they said he was gay but i can't confirm that yeah. it was he was also raped since he was young by, by a male family member <laughs> yep and like things like that and then his the way he learned about sex was through force mm -hmm. so he associated force with the pleasure, pleasure. of sex so mm -hmm. to get pleasure from sex is to be forceful mm -hmm. so like learning that is like damn like people go through shit and then they become this person mm -hmm. and of course no excuses on what they've done and what they did but damn it's the story behind it so yeah same way with how you felt about the villains in movies it's like learning the backstory mm -hmm. kind of makes you think differently about them that it's not like your mindset on them being the villain but understanding why they became the villain what what actions created that mindset yeah mm -hmm. um I agree <clears throat> and then moving it on to being labeled as a villain talk to us talk to us about that. haters gonna hate <laughs> I told you this earlier <laughs> haters gonna hate I don't give a damn no um, <laughs> I, I thought you were about to rap <laughs> one thing I can't do is that 
Um, I, I, I'm slick with my words, but rapping is not for me. Can yeah. you hear this voice? I can, sometimes I listen to the podcast. I'm like, can you speak up? Like, I'd be talking so low. Imagine. Listen, that'd but be a sexy-ass rap, though. These whisper rappers on me? <laughs> um, <laughs> But it took me a while to get to a point where I've accepted that not everyone is going to like you. Mm-hmm. And for the most part, it's because they don't know you. Mm. I think the people that I have been in situations that have disliked me, they haven't gotten to know me or cared to know me, but because of a perception or what they've seen it's what and it's usually plays into another person it's an attachment mm. to a specific person okay that creates this the word of the week is disdain mm. that's the word i was trying to remember earlier i've had a lot of disdain for people this week and i've also thought about a lot of people that have disdain for me oh and i think that a lot of people that feel that way about me it's really not about me personally but an attachment to someone that they think i may also have an attachment to oh so that perception yeah so it's it's been in many situations so like in versus, versus like a female that is into a male that i may have a connection with or a friend that i'm I'm just a friend with someone and their friend having disdain for me because we have this friendship yeah. in many ways. I yeah. mean, even family, I've seen it in many ways. And I think that um, it's just because one of those things that it ain't personal until you disrespect me. So hmm. if you don't like me from over there, then stay over there. You over there, I'm chilling, like I'm living. And it's a bad tendency I may have or a bad thought that I may have is that's a whole lot of power to give me. Mm. now do i use this power no because i could really give less of a damn of how you feel about me but that's a lot of power to give someone else what do you mean by that like if so someone for the people that feel a way about me like the the villain negative emotions. yeah like i'm a villain to them it's just giving me a lot of power in the situation that like you don't even know me and you you're putting all this energy towards me so yeah. now you feel a way if i'm in the room you have things to say when I'm not in the room. Mm-hmm. Like in my face, you give me nothing, but behind my back, you do all of this. Or like again, you're in the corner, you're in the corner, and you may be staring me down and feeling away. And I'm just out here living and breathing, chilling, moving. I'm not talking. actually trying to do anything not related to. You know? And <laughs> yeah. it's just like that's a whole lot of power to give someone else and that energy is. to take away from yourself, where you could be self-loving yourself. Yeah. Instead yeah. of worried about someone else. So for me, in terms of like feeling about people putting me into that villain category it's like honestly i don't even feel a way because you're just wasting all this energy on me and i'm just chilling so like i don't got a problem you do yeah you got the stress amy amy ain't gonna be me i'm just out here living and breathing and honestly just me that like why do you even care you know yeah yeah so for me it's become that i've grown to feel like for those who again no one's come in my face and been disrespectful so we don't know what would happen if someone's being treating me like a villain in my face yeah yeah so i haven't had to worry about that yeah so for me it's you have all that energy pent up so i guess i could be a villain i ain't even paying attention so i've grown into that when i was younger definitely wasn't that way i feel like a lot of times when people would react a certain way with me they didn't like me all of a sudden you know little kid shit yeah i wouldn't like that I wouldn't like that and I would want people to like me. You need to like me. I'm a this great person. Like mm-hmm. you can't have this perception of me. Yeah. And I've learned that people will know exactly who you are, okay. but they intentionally want you to be the villain because they are envious or because they can't live up to who you are or because you are a threat to them mm. or because they in- 
they admire you in a sense and that's how they want to replace that that's how they want to show that i admire who you are as a person and i can't be that so i don't like you Mm. because you're too much now yeah and i think that i would always be like no i'm amazing i love everyone i love you so love me too and it'd be and i've learned that those people will prey on that when they know you want to be that way with them Mm -hmm. those people will know that you want to be cordial with them friendly with them and likable that they'll be like they make fun of you now they laugh at you now they Mm -hmm. judge you now and you're still a villain to them because of their own notions and honestly they're the real villain for the most part they're the ones that are doing these negative things to you because they want to have this sense of power over you that's why i say it's a lot of power to give me if you don't like me because you're using all that energy over there but the moment i open myself up become susceptible susceptible to the fact that I need you to feel better about me. Yeah. They gain the power. Yeah. So I'd rather you be mad than me be working towards someone that never really gave me a chance in the first place. Um, so before, I'd be like, love me. Yeah. Don't hug me, but love me. <laughs> but now it's more like, honestly, I'm just chilling. You don't like me? I don't even know. Okay, cool. Right? <laughs> like, I don't even know. What's your name again? Like, <laughs> It really be like that. Who is you again? <laughs> yeah, so for me, I'm cool with it. Um, I can't say that there's not moments where I feel away because it sucks. Like, you don't want someone to just not like you for no reason. Yeah. Um, and I'm saying no reason because I really don't work and live in a way to really bother people, make people upset and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I truly think the people that dislike me and the people I can think of right now, they've created their own reasons and honestly do what you got to do. Whatever yeah. makes you sleep at night better. Yeah. You haven't been disrespectful in my face, so do what you got to do over there. Because if it comes to me, and it would never, then we would handle it. But since it doesn't come to me, yeah. then again, speaks to a lot of who you are and what you think of me. Because if I really was that bad of a person, you would have popped off and did some shit, I assume. Because that's what I would do. Like, if yeah. I was disrespectful to someone, and they came after me and cursed me out and shit, I'd be like, you're right. I was disrespectful. But if I'm not disrespectful and you're not disrespectful then it's just a whole lot of you worried about someone that ain't even worried he said she said so yeah i don't give a damn fuck the haters (laughs) that's where it's at i I can be your villain i can do bad all by myself i've said it before all the time i i can do bad all by myself so if you already try to make me out to be bad you ain't gotta try i do that shit myself i'll help you i don't help i don't have to i don't help the bad people Mm. I can do it myself. So if you want a reason, just pay attention. <laughs> Ooh, I you like know that. what I mean? Just pay yeah. attention. But if you want to create your own reasons and then you're just trying to be a hater. So fuck the haters, as always. I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. Um, How do you feel about being a <laughs> Um It definitely took some time. <laughs> I was also a people pleaser. So... Um, I did not like to be the villain. I did not um, move anywhere near the villain. So like it was very much like no, 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 always peacemaking. Even my last name is Lepe, French for peace. So like, you know, I'm always trying to keep the peace. But I've also come to terms that um, I am not going to, uh, I'm not going to, uh how do i say this i'm not going to remove my peace to help make someone else peaceful mm-hmm. because they my... ain't already peaceful I... how 
how you gonna how you gonna be how you gonna win if you ain't right within Mm, go ahead. Mm, Lauren mm, Hill for mm, you a little go bit. Go ahead. Um, <clears throat> but yes, yes. Uh, and I will say, side note to your whole conversation before I go back to mm-hmm. this, um, I loved what you said about the power. Don't give, don't, like, you're giving me too much power in a space that you don't need, that I don't need in that in your life. <clears throat> and that is one reason why I do not hold grudges anymore. That's a huge, huge, huge thing. Um, I used to hold a grudge for this person in middle school, and that lasted till college. Um, I feel you. And and when I tell you, like that was ridiculous. It was the stupidest thing in the whole wide world. I don't even know why I did it, but I did. I held a grudge with this um, young man. Uh, we were in the cafeteria one day, and we were we were we were friends in elementary school, and we had not seen each other until middle school. And then when middle school came around. We were sitting in the cafeteria. I was in this seat. He was like far over there. And I was like, hey, like, you know, we went to elementary school. Like, hey, how's it going? And he was just like, swerve. Like, and he literally was just like, I'm too cool for school Mm -hmm. and you're not cool. So like, fuck you. And that moment I was just like, fuck you. Fuck your mama. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck it all. And I held on to that grudge so much that like i remember one of my good friends was his best friend and one day i had a scarf and i took off my scarf and gave it to her in some way shape or form i saw him walking with that scarf Ooh, and when i saw that i was like give my shit back <laughs> but that's how strong of a hold of emotions that he had taken that I gave him that I gave him for some shit he probably doesn't remember exactly because then when we talked about it in college he was just like huh and I was just like yeah yeah you did that <laughs> but he was just like no like we cool now and like we're fine but the thing is yeah, yes yes but still like again part of me would have been like but moving on in the sense that like i realized how strong of a hold i gave him because of how irrational i reacted over a scarf and then afterwards and so now we're good friends and um but it was just like damn like i really gave such so much power to that person that i didn't realize i was giving them so much power and it was just like for nothing I it was for nothing too, <laughs> yes yes i would have though but i understand <laughs> i did i did yeah. but still like it was just the fu- like that power of like you yeah. don't they don't need that much power they don't need that much power and you can be focusing that energy in somewhere else and till this day no grudges anymore ever 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 <laughs> I feel like there's a line with something that belongs to me making it to someone that doesn't like me so I feel you in the give me my shit back <laughs> I no grudges but I still don't fuck with you so give me my shit back like I could see it makes sense to react that way I'm just saying I maybe I still have some growth <laughs> left in me um would I do that yeah Fuck that shit. I don't fucking like it. I can even... I can think of particular people that show up with something of mine because a friend of mine let them use it. I'm going to tell you right now. It's going down. And I... That's just because I have a unhealthy connection with my own belongings, but that's a whole different conversation. I don't want to say unhealthy, but very, very strong opinion about what's mine um, in terms of 
material. No, not people. Material. material. I, I throw people in the trash, <laughs> but my shit, my material, my things is a different story. I throw people in the trash. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, that, I, I, the that's, word unhealthy is just be ringing in there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, but yes, so going back to that, like, yes, I, I love just unpacking that because again like it took a while for me to get there Mm -hmm. but i'm no longer there um sometimes i do get back in there but you know life is not linear so i'd be like you you really ain't shit (laughs) because it becomes like you really ain't shit and i give you all that power because you really ain't shit but whatever but like really (laughs) but you gotta whatever it but at the same time it's like damn you really ain't shit lesson learned um (laughs) um and then going back to the villain um, I think I've been really thinking about this um, specifically because of uh, being a Caribbean daughter. Mm-hmm. You're going to say exactly what I've been thinking this whole time. Do it. <laughs> Go ahead. And do it. Chime in. Um, and <laughs> she's like, yes, I will. <laughs> um, so I am finally coming to terms with um, being associated or being seen or being labeled or being, um, uh, seen as the villain. And honestly, I am taking that with pride now, (laughs) um, because of, uh, the way that I was raised and I didn't see it before, but I'm seeing a lot more now. Um, being a Caribbean um, daughter of two immigrant Dominican uh, parents um, and family members. Um, The typical Dominican woman is obedient. She is quiet. She does what she needs to do. She stays in the kitchen. She cooks. Um, she fends, she basically moves and grooves for the husband and makes sure that he is okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I went on vacation this upcoming weekend. Um, and, uh, one of the things that the, the men in, in the family, uh, came to terms with without the, the converse, without, um, having the conversation with everybody else was that all oh, the women are going to cook. Um, and so when everybody came together, they're, they're like, oh, so like, you know, you guys are going to cook, not knowing if they knew how to cook with what the meal was supposed to be. But like, so then I was like, oh, so we're just going to put all the women to cook. Like y'all don't know how to cook. And they're like, um, uh, and then, uh, one of them goes, oh, well I'm on vacation. And I was like, oh, so what are the women doing right now? <laughs> so, and then the minute that I was just like, they were like, you can just see their like minds bobbling and they're just like, stop being like, you know, stop being. You're trying to start a problem. Basically, it's not even a problem. Like, stop doing this. Like you're, you're just being, um, you're just being a villain basically for lack of a better term. And I was like, no, because you're telling me that like, so we just have, so the women just need to cook for y'all and you guys didn't have this conversation with anybody. So you guys just decided, oh, like us among men, all the women will cook though. They got this. And I was like, okay, so what do you guys know how to make? And then as we asked, as I asked, none of them knew how to say nothing. So I was like, okay, so you want women to cook, 
but you don't even know how to cook in the kitchen. So it's, so you're telling me that like you just want to be fed <clears throat> basically. So so like just that conversation but then also thinking about all of the other conversations that I've had um with um Caribbean family members where they're very much like if I ever stand up for myself, if I ever stand up for another woman, if I ever stand up for a child, if I ever stand up for somebody that deserves to be stood up for, um, but it threatens their machismo, it threatens the patriarchy, it threatens their control, it threatens their like whatever, like they're gonna be like, well, you're being not even just disrespectful isn't even like the 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 um simple terms for it they will go as far as to like you are a disgrace to me or you're a disgrace to the population or like it it would be disgraces is the least disappointment disappointment is not even again disappointment and disgrace are like the bottom barrel of like what terms and um, adjectives and ways that they would describe me because I'm either standing up for a woman standing up for myself or just saying like just because traditionally this is what happens does not mean that it's okay <clears throat> and so like I have really come to terms that it's just like regardless of how they will perceive me I know that I'm doing this because ultimately I want this to stop with me mm -hmm. um, and so if it means that I'm going to be labeled as the villain then like label me as the villain but like you know now the next time we start a conversation like this you know where I stand and I'm not gonna allow it to keep going so in terms of you as a child right were you a yes child Definitely, yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> I was too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I still am with one parent. The other parent, I'm cursing him out all the time. And I'd be like, and send me money. <laughs> um, but that's the relationship we built. Yeah. Um, so a lot goes into play with that. And yeah. being a yes child, and yeah. I've learned that traditional island people I'll say island because I'm Creole and we're not in the Caribbean but we all we came from the same place yep and we were just spread around but um, they just got really lazy with us and dropped us right there so, <laughs> um, but with just the island mentality and the machismo that runs in the like through this whole world really is like if you say no oh yeah yeah you are bad yeah yeah if you ask why yes you are bad yes if you do anything but say yes and do what you're told you are considered bad yes but what makes that bad and a lot of us grow up with this kind of mentality of like the yes kids i've learned through another podcast and through reading is that the yes kids grow up being harder to be it's harder for us to make decisions mm -hmm. it's harder for us to be decisive and hold our own ground um and we also don't like to um like we don't like to say no because we want to always seem like we're correct and we're good so we lose that sense of Rock ourselves cradle. so we lose ourselves in the process and become yes people as we're older and when we are trying to figure out ourselves in our lives we become a mess 
because we don't know what's right and wrong because all we know is yes so it could have been i could have been told to do something completely wrong mm -hmm. but i said yes so to me i lose that association yeah so as i get older you go through a phase in your life where you get hella confused on what to do for yourself because you've been so used to doing for other people. Yeah. But the people that grow up always saying no and being the bad kid and doing whatever the, whatever the hell they want when they get older, it's a lot easier for them to succeed in certain spaces because they know their worth, they know what they want, and they know how to say no. Yes. And I still struggle with that, with that one parent, with my mom, because it is an instinct. It's becoming my instinct for her to ask for something that I have learned to either say, I've earned, I've learned to um, either say that um, yes or just ignore completely and not answer. Mm -hmm. So I don't have to say no. A yes child and how that correlates with being associated with being bad. I was never a bad kid. Mm -hmm. And that just explains the fact that I was always a yes child. I wasn't a bad kid that now that I'm older, both my parents do this, but they always like, talk to your sibling, give them advice. And I'm like, I don't fucking know what to tell them. I just said yes. But I don't want them to do that because sometimes like question the status quo. And I'm very much that person now. I'm very much like question it, ask about it. Like don't settle and accept whatever. Mm -hmm. I just fall into the tendency with my mother of just either ignoring her completely if I don't want to do something or just doing it because fuck it uh, this is where we're at in my life and i still haven't worked through that um even though i know i know deep down if i said i couldn't do something she would just accept it yeah. it's just not even on her at this point um but like they'll give me and tell me like i've been blamed for not talking to my sibling and i'm just like i i didn't make them don't ask me to give them advice oh you were so good honestly i was good and miserable so like I was good and went through phases of being just sad and not knowing who to talk to or how to be because all I knew was make sure I do everything right with you guys and that's it. Make sure to be obedient. Make sure to be obedient. <sighs> and that's the thing, I'm not obedient with the rest of the world, except for my mother. <laughs> and that's something I've learned from many people that that is something that just doesn't break. And even if you want to break it, what's the point? And what I've do you mean break it? That, re like that, initial intent to just be like yes and do okay. with it. Okay. Even though mm -hmm. I'm grown ass woman, I'm about to be thirty. Like, why does that still do that to me? Um, and I've had conversations with other people having Verdean mothers. Like, I remember I tweeted something, and it was about my mom, but it was just general. Yeah. Someone was like, "Oh, do this, say this," and I was like, "How am I say that to my mom?" She was like, "Girl, you should have said it was your mom for the beginning." Because <laughs> if you said that, I would have just told you, "Girl, it is what it is." Like, <laughs> I don't you know can't tell say. a Verdean mother nothing, and I was just like, it's just hard to deal with because it's like you want to, but at the same time, it's like, what's the point? Um, and that's how I feel about it. But. Um, I was never a villain in that sense because I was always a yes child. But thinking about my siblings that were considered villains, mm -hmm. it's because they didn't just yes things yeah. or just do things correctly. They just lived and made mistakes and were people and did the mistakes they were supposed to do when they were young. Yep. That me, as I got older, was making mistakes that I should have been making when I was young. And I was just good. Mm-hmm. 
And it's, it's just that I keep saying good, but it wasn't because I was good. I was You're obedient. obedient. Yeah. So um, I wasn't that villain. And I've learned now that I've gotten older, there's been moments that I haven't done certain things. Or yeah. I do the ignoring thing, which is really not really nice. But I do that. And I had her come at me like, you just never answer the phone when I call you. And you do this and do that. And it's just like, and it's more like her disappointed in me. And I'm just like, what you mad at though? Like, why are you mad? Because I just didn't do it. So I've gotten to the point that sometimes, mm-hmm. like she'd come at me once and I was just like, you're mad at me for just not saying yes to you. Yeah. And I've accepted that. And I've learned through other people I've been around that you become a villain because you don't do what people want you to do for them. Yes. Yes. Because you're not obedient anymore. And that's why you, with a traditional mindset of being from island parents, is that you are bad because you don't want to fall for that i need to be in the kitchen to serve you to eat and the assumption is we're going on a trip and i'm going to cook for you yeah you know and i've been put in a position like when i was married it was his birthday he wanted to have a fucking cookout for his birthday and then everyone's making me grill and i was like so y'all not trying to eat because i'm the wife no i'm like so y'all not trying to eat because i don't fucking know how to grill for shit i can cook but i don't fucking know how to grill yeah i just haven't practiced that and they had me on the grill and no one was trying to help me he wasn't and it just was like it got to a point that i just walked away from it because i was like y'all this shit don't really don't make sense and naturally i didn't say anything i just was really frustrated that i couldn't do something in that moment yeah. and it was an expectation of me and me now i'd be like fuck y'all if y'all want to eat go fucking grill yeah. i don't give a fuck if i'm the wife talk shit <laughs> i'm the worst wife in the world i don't give a fuck <laughs> y'all can grill like and i can see why you you become that and as long as you're happy with yourself fuck the haters (laughs) i think that for me and i just want to clarify that i wasn't upset that Mm -hmm. like because i do like cooking too like had we had a, a conversation collectively and said like hey the cooks you know i love to cook yeah Mm -hmm. like you know let's let's collectively have this conversation that would have been one story but just the like we came to a consensus ourselves and we have we have and even the terminology that they used it was like we have like you guys need to do this and Mm -hmm. it was just like this doesn't sit well with me and i'm not gonna sit here and allow it to just be um knowing that like the woman in this room because I was the only single person there so like knowing that they will speak up for themselves Mm -hmm. like I'm not I'm definitely not trying to speak for them but I also wanted to say you just want to put it out there too that like like, I want you guys in this room to understand what exactly is happening right now with what you're doing yes yes and so that didn't sit well with me and um and then with like mainly mainly the men caribbean men in my in my family um i've become much more wiser and um am not trying to be just obedient but do right Mm -hmm. um and because now my mindset is not just obedience but rather do right i will not just say yes to everything like you said and so because i'm not saying yes to everything and i am speaking up and i am talking back um and i am spending for myself um it definitely doesn't sit well with with a lot of caribbean men in my family but that's an ego thing oh it definitely is it definitely is it's it's i'm hurting their pride in ways that like 
they don't want it to be hurt and i'm hurting their machismo in ways that like how dare you because your mother your grandmother and your great-grandmothers weren't doing that to to the men in that family so like why do i deserve this mm-hmm. yeah yeah so girl <laughs> like i said i can do bad by myself and i say that in the really meaning i can be a villain and just not care i will be the bad guy if i have to if i'm in a room and someone has to be the bad guy i shall be her and i shall do it with my head hello hi my attitude on 100 and when i leave that room i'll still be able to eat and sleep so and be happy with myself yeah yeah um but yeah that's that's what what was like really populating in my head when Mm -hmm. it came to villains and just being okay with the with that label um when you when in reality again like you're not a villain you're just you're just either removing status quo or at least breaking status quo um and or speaking for yourself and even questioning the status quo is something that has people up in an uproar sometimes and i've gotten it in my family when i've mentioned things i think even like when it comes to like my mom's side of the family like i was i've always been very observant so i saw how you got down when you was in your 20s mm-hmm. so don't come at me now or whoever is my age now on what they're doing because i saw what you was doing <laughs> And now all of a sudden it's like, oh no, you can't wear that. You can't do that. And it's just like, but I can remember the specific outfit you wore to the club one night that you dropped me off at the babysitters. <laughs> I went to the babysitters so you can go to the club. And of course you should be able to. And I'm talking about my mama. Party, have fun, <laughs> live it up. Yeah. Shit, I wouldn't have happened if it, was, it wasn't one club night. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's like live it up. But now... I just don't understand where that flips and it becomes no it's this ugly thing and even when it comes to relationships and even when it comes to sexuality and homosexuality like comments have come up that i'm like you were never like i'm the way i am because you were never that person and now you're that person now and you don't like that i'm this way yeah but like you raised me luckily both my parents raised me in a sense that i've never been homophobic i've never been racist i've never been in a household that had colorism that i can even think back to mm-hmm. i've i've didn't get that at home yeah you know so like now that i am really i yeah i can say i'm lucky in that sense because now i am here the way i am because i didn't have those things to have to break off and i can think that some things did come up not specifically for my parents but in family yeah that i can think now or i never really thought negatively of people in general in terms of race (laughs) stuff like that but like i'm sure someone in my family said some shit about hair or whatever when i was younger i mean my hair was um relaxed when i was eight so that shit did come into play but like i think in general i wasn't in spaces where i felt like oh that person is this and that person is that Mm -hmm. um so i give her that but like don't do that shit now like you older and i just be looking at her like i still remember those white boots i want to pair myself (laughs) that you wore that one night yeah but i think um just with me at this age and like you like 
being the villain is whatever because everyone has their own perception and opinion and whatever they want to think of you there are people that has said that people are scapegoated and become the villain yeah because people just make people out to be something because of their own issues that they struggle with their own insecurities insecurities, opinions their egos just because your balls didn't drop don't mean you can be mad at me because i'm calling you out on your shit you have been like throwing jabs throughout this whole episode and I'm here for I feel like I throw jabs a lot. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 yeah. She's so friends, yes, she does. <laughs> I'm a fire, I'm a Leo rising. <laughs> Which means <laughs> I'm like a fire sign in the sun. <laughs> we'll take her in. <laughs> and then my cancer moon comes into play and I'm just like, fuck you, but also I love you as a human being. <laughs> like I really don't care for you but i also want all that's best for you <laughs> i really i lied on that last part I don't, if i don't fuck with you i really don't give a damn Ooh. okay but this ain't about me this ain't about me but yes the villain thing who gives a fuck fuck the haters that's it so um even if <laughs> well in the sense that like you can say fuck the haters in the sense fuck of the like status quo yes yes fuck the status quo um, and continue to like live in your truth yeah. um, and remember that um, if sometimes you are being considered the villain um, really pay attention to uh, are you being a villain because you are, are doing something malicious or because you are um, breaking someone's insecurities or breaking someone's ego um, or breaking someone's status quo so just think about that where because sometimes there are points when we we can be villains in the sense of like maybe the way that we said it truly did hurt them and and so we might have to be mindful of the way that we're saying or something along those lines but just think about think about the experiences and the times and ex, and the memories that you've been a villain and have you been able to step outside of yourself and reflect on that moment have you been able to reflect on a moment to figure out what really was in play? Was it that someone's emotions were being hurt? Was it that you were being disrespectful or rude to someone or that you're breaking someone's ego, you're breaking someone's um, control? You know, like what, what really is going into play in that situation? And then learning the difference. Yes. And I think that's the hardest part. Yes. Is learning exactly what makes you the bad guy and if you are really fucking up, acknowledging that. Accountability. Accountability, yeah. That's a big one. But yeah, it's really learning the difference and that helps you with moving on from certain um, perceptions of even yourself when it comes into that and mm-hmm. learning to get to the point that like, it's a, I can do bad or by myself mm-hmm. because I've learned that you know, I'm happy and content with who I am as a person because I know my intentions, I know how I move, and when I'm wrong, I'm wrong. And there's just a difference between right and wrong, and you learn that very young. Morality is something we are taught. Um, maybe not all of us, because some people really ain't moral out here, but like in general, there is morality. So yeah. there is that right and wrong, and if you move with the intent of not being an asshole, then move apologize when you have to and forgive yourself and others when you have to and just keep living in this world yeah so stepping into you i would say 
things that lessons that I feel like we have spoken about and ways to fully continue to step more into you. Um, eh, grudges are not worth holding. <clears throat> grudges are not worth holding. Coming from Iris, <laughs> I have not on my end completely. I agree, but like, we're not there yet. There's some people out here. <laughs> grudges are not worth holding. <laughs> I'm not giving them power though. People do not deserve, you do not deserve People do not deserve to have so much of your emotions and your energy in that sense. And, That's and why we block people out here. <laughs> Mute exists too. Block. No. <laughs> you, I block. I want you blocked. So, I so, can't see you. You can't see me. And that's it. And when you see me on the street, just remember you blocked in real life. <laughs> So, so more like, <laughs> um, uh, be mindful of your growth because I think that also um, speaking on, <laughs> speaking on both Daphne and I coming from yes girls um, and turning into right woman. Um, uh, like <laughs> being more mindful of. Um, Stepping away from being obedient and stepping more into uh, being just. Uh, because at the end of the day, yes, um, we come from Caribbean and island families and there are traditions and there are ways, um, there are cultural upbringings and things of that nature that are going to continue to stifle um, our heritage and culture. But one step at a time. We got this. We got this. We got this. And if you are a Caribbean child and or an uncle, you know what we're talking about. <clears throat> we got this. What's your villain name? Mm, my villain name is... La Mariposa... <laughs> The evil butterfly, how do you do? <laughs> which is really an oxymoron, <laughs> but you're the evil butterfly, but you have to say it in Spanish. Um, if it even la me. mariposa mala. Hmm. I like it. I'm, my, my villain name is la mariposa mala. Hmm. It's like, how does it make sense? But it makes sense. <laughs> what about you? Oh, it's just damn daff out here. <laughs> <laughs> the name already exists for a reason. Mm. Can do that all by myself. Say it all day, every day. Definitely Emily, aka Dim Daff. <clears throat> you heard it here, soul friends. And if you have a villain name, share it with us. Um, and then from stepping into you, again, I think I just more reflected on some of the things that we spoke about. If there's anything else you feel like resonated with this conversation that we want to reignite or remind folks of fuck the haters <laughs> that too that too that's really <laughs> um and stand up for yourself i think i think that's the number one thing also from from this conversation regardless of if um it may may make you seem like a villain as long as you're standing up for yourself in a way that you feel is right continue to do so um, and then from stepping into you is what's resonating with she. Damn daff. 
So stepping into you and stepping into fashion forward. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I'm so sorry. It's because I've never prepared. And she's just like, you ain't got nothing today. You ain't got nothing for me today as always. So we just can go to resonating with you. But I just felt like she still exists. You know? the ma- the mariposa mala came out. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm al- also not prepared today as always, <laughs> but um, <laughs> I did since I kind of touched on the people way people dress. Yes, didn't want to mention that, and maybe we can have like a quick conversation about that. Okay, in terms of like in your family, I mean you mm. <clears throat> describing you and knowing you. It might be a little different, but in your family, because I know how you dress, you're, you've been the eclectic one of the family. Yes. You can say. Yes. So there's always different roles people play in families, but in your growth, when it comes to how women dress, mm-hmm. how has that been kind of presented to you in your family? This is actually hilarious. Um, but actually not hilarious at the same time because I was actually having this conversation with my mother and I'm going to be fully transparent with um, you soul friends and share some stuff that like you know happens behind the scenes but I will share it with y'all um, <laughs> so um, someone is knocking and um, and we in. are recording for Soulful She right now. So thank you. Um, <laughs> um, so one of the stories <laughs> that um, uh, a conversation that I had recently with uh, my mother is that it might actually be her <laughs> that was knocking. Um, is she there? Oh, okay. <laughs> um, one of the conversations that we had was that um, I was actually uh low-key curated to become a hoe i'll break this down for (laughs) y'all so (laughs) it doesn't sound like a bad way to be curated but go ahead so basically um when i was little uh i had uncles and i had um family members that were very much like why aren't your nails painted why aren't you wearing mini skirts why aren't your shirts like you know tucked up and like you know why aren't you flaunting what you have and you know so like it was very much like they were they were poaching me to like be a certain way and uh, and and live a certain lifestyle and i guess i wasn't built for that lifestyle because <laughs> that's not what i do but um basically my mom was my mom and i were recollect were reflecting on like a lot of the things that my family members wanted me to do would have been geared towards low-key becoming a hoe (laughs) Um, without fully realizing it because then if you ask those same people about the daughters that they now have you couldn't even tell them something like that because it's like why would you even say that about my daughter so it's just like why would you do with someone else's daughter you know, but again, like, um, every family has to have one. Uh, <laughs> and, and had I, had I fully listened, like I could have low key became a home, but I didn't. And I'm very thankful for that. Um, because, uh, I will say a lot of my family members, they like the, the dress wise, it's very different because like my dad's side of the family, they all wear tight pants and tight 
all that shenanigans but then like my mom's side is very much like well we are people that wear pearls and so because we wear pearls you know our shirts need to be tucked in all the way and we only wear fancy stuff and we need to be modest so like it's it's been both sides of the family that i have but that has affected my lifestyle as well because like i've very much am modest myself mm -hmm. like um i knew men and i knew boys and i knew the lifestyle that i grew up with where like if i was walking to the bus stop um and i was walking down my street my house was a house but on the corner of that street were the projects so anytime i had to walk down that street there were at least five boys and three men sitting in that corner waiting for me seeing me from afar knowing that i was going to walk down that and just prepared to just like basically so like i also saw the 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 eyes and the mouths and the words and so like me myself i also became modest for that reason where it's like i i i knew that that saying of like you know cover up when family members come into the house not specifically because of my family members but just because of of that um saying mm -hmm. exactly and stories that i've heard where it's just like <clears throat> i would not like i shouldn't I shouldn't have to cover up. Okay. So like that's that's one thing I will say I shouldn't have to cover up, but I grew up covering up because I didn't want those eyes on me. I didn't want people to look at me that way. I didn't want to be a target um, in spaces that I knew and had said heard stories that they became targets because of that. Um, and so do at, in this very moment you wear whatever the fuck you want to wear, regardless of what it is. Because a pervert's still gonna be a pervert no matter what the fuck you wear. And it ain't about you, it's about them being a fucking pervert. So yes, and, and unfortunately I didn't learn that until later on. So because of that, I was very modest, very, very modest. And um, I've only like, college and a little more became more comfortable with my skin, but I've always been modest for that reason. Um, that was a lot. It was good though. And I think for me, I wasn't raised a lot of around a lot of family because they weren't all here. They're all here. Like more people are in America now. Um, but I was younger. I think I was just the fat one, so I never really they didn't have to worry about the fat one getting people looking at her. Yeah, was the fat one. Yeah. Um, so for me though, I think in general, both family member like parents didn't really have a thing about what to wear. Because I had a sister that was skinny or whatever. She wore whatever she wants. I have another sister that's more tomboy, but wear what you want. Like mm -hmm. in terms of the family, like the parents I have, I've never felt that like you can't wear certain things. I just had the insecure my insecurities of wearing certain things. So it wasn't because of sexual yeah. anything. It yeah. was because I was fat that I was told I shouldn't wear certain things. Okay. So that's the issue I had. But I think just going off of what you said, um, it's just unfortunate that we are raised in backgrounds that it is that way, that they make people think that you can't wear certain things because if you do, you're attracting attention and you wore that to get attention and it's really fucking bullshit because rapists are still going to rape no matter what the fuck you wear and it's not because what you wear and I just hate that we live in a world that that's the excuse that comes up. Um, and I think 
my initial question that I asked, I completely forgot, so I'm gonna stay on this topic. But really, what like my what I was what I learned about wearing. Also, my mom was like the hottest chick on, on the, the block. block. Every what? time my mom tells me that my dad, she didn't tell me the story because she. When you know about yourself, you ain't gotta tell the story, right? <laughs> you carry yourself a certain way because you're just like I've always been it. I'm still it, right? But my dad would tell the story about how like who she was, and she would be the one that would walk down the street, had the banging body. Um, everyone wanted her kind of thing so she and i grew up seeing her and she would wear whatever and it wasn't anything that made me feel like oh my god that's you know i've never felt that and i've never taught was taught that so i don't see people wearing certain things and be like oh my god that's slutty maybe my taste and your taste are not the same <laughs> but it's not so much about you shouldn't like that. wear that because you're being a slut or a hoe yeah and honestly i'm gonna tell you if i think back the people in my family, I saw what you did when I was younger. So for me, I learned a lot about style? sexuality oh, okay. and, and even the way style plays into it as a woman mm -hmm. that I would never felt. The only term, time whole or horror came into play was in school. Yeah. Just people would make those comments. Oh, she's a hoe for this. She's a whore. You know, people did that. Mm -hmm. But when it came into my family, I never heard cheese me in the sense that this person was yeah. this mm. or that because... I was seeing what they, what they was doing and they were still living their lives, doing well and no one was hating, talking shit about anybody. Um, so I, I guess I had, in terms of my background in general, luckily I had a lot of non-judgmental parents or they didn't do it in my face so much. Yeah. They have judgmental things that they do that I know of, but I think from what I've taken in in terms of perception and opinions of people, I learned my opinion really doesn't fucking matter about other people. Hmm. Um, wear what you wear and the same thing when it comes to people's opinion of me wear what I wear if I'm comfortable I'm comfortable if I'm uncomfortable I just don't wear it yeah. kind of thing so that's something that I can also appreciate um, everything else came into play when I was older so like people wear certain things because they're asking for it type of mentality I learned when I was older so it didn't break through to me it's always something I fought and it's obviously something that should be fought right yeah yeah um, so in terms of fashion forward and mentioning that, I guess, fuck people's opinions about what you're wearing. Fuck the haters. <laughs> fuck the haters. A rapist in rape culture exists and the person at fault is the rapist. Regardless of what she is wearing. Regardless of who she is, what she does for work, how she breathes, how she eats, the color of her lipstick, the color of her hair, her complexion, her butt size, her breast size. It doesn't fucking matter who she is. A rapist is going to be a fucking rapist because they're a rapist and that's it mm -hmm. and I'll end it on that point because really at the end of this whole conversation when it comes to women and what people objectify us about it internally becomes the misogyny in this world and the rapists that live and walk this world that have built rules so they can pleasure themselves as the assholes that they are so that's it passion forward bam wow. maybe it should have been Mike skipped drop but uh. <laughs> um, so what's resonating with you <laughs> After all of that, so friends, huh? <laughs> um, it's really been a really fuck people conversation on my end today. It, it, it really sounds like the title should be "fuck the haters." <laughs> you just can't say that because then people will be like, "Damn, oh, we could say that." And <laughs> we don't know. We'll see what happens. <laughs> um, but what's resonating with Sheen? Um. I think what is resonating with she is the need to continue 
to be unapologetically you regardless of who is speaking regardless of what is happening regardless of the he's who's has continue to unapologetically be you because when you are unapologetically being you life will grant you and open the doors that are necessary for you um that's all i can think about right now that's great unapologetically you on this couch we just don't give a fuck <laughs> that's really it <laughs> no. um what's resonating with me is that all that's resonating with you just being apologetically you so i will say we used to do music and we haven't been doing music so let me bring that back um <laughs> so there's this new song that i learned about today um and uh, da, 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 da. it is sinner Adekunle Gold. Yes, say that again. Adekunle Gold. That person with Lucky Day um, uh, came up with a song, a beautiful baby. song. It's my baby. I love him. Go ahead. Yes, uh, called Sinner. And if you have not heard it yet, do so. That's his wife with him in the photo. Really? And that's Simi. She sings. She sings on the song Doyen in another song. Oh. Uh, she's, she's up in that. She's like the second song on that playlist. Of Hello. Mine. And you sent me that song today. I was like, I listened to it since last Wednesday. And if you went into the playlist, you probably would have started there. Which playlist? My um, Afro. Oh, so Daphne has this Afro uh, uh, beat uh, playlist. I will also put it here so that you can get hip. So, yeah, that's what's resonating with Sheen. Yeah, oh, I love that song. Um, I heard it. I did think to myself to send it to you, and I did not. Whatever. Because I would have been listening to it since Wednesday. I just don't like. I really thought I should send this to you, but then I even shared it on my Twitter. But I didn't send it to you because I was like, "Here's other songs I kind of need to share," um, and that's what I sent. But now I know when I think, send her this song. Do send it. her the song. <clears throat> yeah. So, yeah, I listened to his last album. It's amazing. And him and his wife dropped a song called Birthday for Their Daughter. And it's a good song. I mean, I didn't even know they were married, but I've always seen them a lot. And I don't know why I didn't. I knew they were married and didn't connect that they were married to each other until recently. Okay. But they made like the perfect power, like musician couple. And their daughter's in a row being a badass musician if she wants to, just like them if she wants to but she i just can imagine her home like there must be like music just non i'm assuming but i just feel like the artists that they are so this is what's resonating with me (laughs) artists that they are i feel like they live and breathe music you can tell that and i feel like yeah they do their music's great their voices are amazing yeah they're a power couple yeah yeah that's what's resonating with she. Um, yeah, one of my favorite songs by him, Adekunle Gold. Um, A-D-E-K-U-L-N-E, Gold, G-O-L-D, is um, When You Wake Up, Before You Wake Up, Before You Wake Up. Okay. It's my favorite happy song. Like, he's mm. basically saying, like, before you wake up, like, I want to make sure I do all these things for you. Like, I want to take you on vacation Hello. twice. I want to take you on vacation for six months twice in a year. That's a line in the song. So, like, basically the whole year we on vacation. You know what I mean? Huh? Like, but the song is so good. And that's how I, like, was introduced to him. Yep. From that song. Because it just came on and, like, I had it on repeat. And I'm just like, this song makes me happy. And then from there, I just got more into him. So, yes. That's, I love him. But, yeah. 
I'm just gonna say that's what resonated with me. Afro beats always resonates with me. You know, Bia Bia from out here in Massachusetts also dropped a song with Nicki. She had her song, but Nicki hopped on her song for the remix. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been a fan of Bia for a while. And then when I found out she was from Massachusetts, I said, but you family, you know, like I have to support you. <laughs> and I've actually been following her for a while, kind of waiting for her moment because I knew it was coming. Like you could see her growth. Yeah. Um, and she has Nicki on her song that Hello. blew up. So. Hey, that's it. That's what's resonating with me. And if you ever want to send us songs, suggestions, or music that you think that we would love, send it our way, so friends. And with that being said, my name is Edie Cyrus. And I am Daphne Emily. And this is Soulful She. I am the one that says the next line. Um, <laughs> Unless you want to say my line. Um... Uh, <laughs> he can listen. They can listen. But she is speaking. It's funny how she said that correctly as soon as I threatened her with my line. But we may be one more drop in the ocean, but we just might be that last sip to quench your thirst. Ooh!